1: And I'm Callum, sharing my perspectives from both being an entrepreneur and working in a variety of different companies. Whether you lead a team or a business, you'll find practical tips, inspirational insights and ideas as we discuss a wide range of leadership topics. So with that, here's today's episode.
0: Hello, welcome back to a new style of podcast today. So it's been nearly a year since we started our podcast series. And we've been reflecting on how we can make the podcasts even better, make it a better experience for you, the listener. So what we've decided we will do is continue to interview really inspiring leaders who openly share their stories and their challenges, but also for us to take topics on leadership and discuss those between us. So I'm going to be sharing my perspectives From growing a business to quite a scale, and Callum is also going to be sharing his perspectives.
1: Yeah, so from my perspective, um, I'll be sharing my uh, my thoughts on having you know ran my own business and also working in a a couple of different organisations myself, and also I think reflecting on some of the guests that we've had over the past year or so. um, I've definitely learned a hell of a lot about leadership myself. I'm having some really good conversations about leadership and all those various different topics from the guests that we've had on. Um, So yeah, really looking forward to to starting this new uh, this new style podcast.
0: So today we thought we'd choose the subject of culture and really question, the question really is, how important is culture? Do employees really care about the, the culture that they um, work in? What difference does it make to a business and is it really worthwhile pursuing a culture for your organisation? So I thought it might be fun to get Callum to kick off on this one because you've worked in a couple of different organizations, organizations, Callum. So you've experienced some different cultures. Be good to get your feedback on that.
1: Yeah, sure. So I think just straight away anyway, like culture is just a really important aspect of, of what it's like working for a company. Um, I think the way your the, the way your team is and kind of what, what they get from the employer uh, from the from the company you're working with. Just kind of general overall happiness, productivity, and so on, I think is a really, really important aspect um, of not only finding the right culture for a company that you want to work at, but also making sure you have or trying to implement a good culture um, if you're leading a team or you're running your own company. I think is a really important um, and valuable aspect of of the business. So I've been really fortunate to work at a couple of different companies. And, you know, overall, the culture, all of them is is largely largely been positive and and a lot. And I've, I've learned a lot from them. Um, but I wanted to like kick off from I wanted to kick off with a couple of different things that really stood out to me, um, and you know the, this could be from a couple of different organizations or, or whatever. Um, a couple of things that really sort of stood out for me. Um, so the first thing I think when you're new to joining a company is having a really good onboarding, um, and I think the reason for that is it shows like a really upfront investment in you. Um, And that ties into a couple of other points I have and I think that's like clearly showing that the organization has value in you as a person like they value you being coming coming to work with them they value you being on the team. And it just kind of really goes to to, for me to show the kind of commitment that they have to you and the the value that they they place on on you joining them. Um, I think the next bit is kind of like encouragement on a regular basis. Um, and, you know, kind of along with that is like check-ins and catch ups with your team leader, your manager, your coach, whatever it might be. Um, I think having encouragement is like a really nice thing. It shows it kind of ties back to that thing that, you know, they, they value you and what you're doing um, and sort of the, the positive effect that you're having. Um, and then along with that kind of goes like sort of open, honest feedback um, that's also constructive as well. So, you know, obviously it's nice when you're, when you're doing a great job and, and things go really well, but obviously as well when perhaps things, you know, maybe don't go do quite so well or there's things that you could have done slightly better um, I think it's taking the time to like articulate that um, help you understand why things might be better if they were done a slightly different way um, but also trying to do it in like a, in a constructive way so that you know you feel motivated by that conversation not um, not like you're being questioned or so on and I think that will kind of help uh, ties into your motivation uh, moving forward so kind of recap on the first three things value. Uh, valuing you joining the team a solid onboarding and then kind of constructive feedback on a regular basis
0: and do you think Cameron, that's all part of having a really open culture where you know people openly share feedback and kind of being encouraged to give feedback up the line as well
1: yeah sure no I think, I think that's a good point I think having an open and sort of transparent culture is also you know great uh, I don't think it has to be know kind of completely transparent i've worked in companies where for example as one of our guests ac mentioned like um anyone in the business could see anyone else's salary i think that's great i don't think that's necessarily like a necessity but i think kind of having an open culture where um you know you're going to get feedback on your role and you like your perhaps your manager asks for for feedback on them um, and just sort of like feedback on the whole company itself like how was the onboarding how have you found things Um, And so on. I think that's really nice. And I think it just, you know, kind of makes you more inclined to to feedback things that have been good, feedback things that have been bad. And then I think it also kind of like makes you more receptive to feedback on yourself as well. If you know that you're in a position to give feedback on others, I think it makes you more open to have feedback on yourself. That's just my opinion (laughs) anyway.
0: You see what's interesting about really thinking about the culture of your organisation is that when you've got a really progressive and good culture It does impact the bottom line and it does make people feel more motivated and if they feel more motivated they're more productive and some of the other kind of key statistics of having a great company culture are and from my own my own experience of growing a logistics business was actually measuring things such as has it had an impact on not just staff morale through taking surveys but also did it reduce staff turnover? And it was really evident that it did, that the, we could see that our staff turnover was much lower than that of our competitors. And also it has a big impact on uh, minimizing absenteeism. So people felt motivated about coming to work. They felt part of the team. That's actually quite a hard thing to do when you've got um, a lot of your team maybe out which I guess we've all experienced um, during lockdown, a lot more remote working. But in my case, we had a lot of drivers out on the road, so it was important that they felt uh, part of the business going for going forward.
1: I guess I've got a quick question for you, uh, which I think will be quite interesting. The companies I've worked at so far have largely been sort of slightly smaller scale for the most part and more kind of in the technology, tech, startup sort of space. Um, and obviously, I know quite a lot about what you did, Mum, but... Your business was more like, was logistics based and significantly larger. What what do you think was the main, uh, as someone who was kind of like setting the culture or working with other people that was trying to trying to implement a, a really good company culture? What do you think were some of the, like, the main things that you tried to focus on?
0: Well, I think there's some key steps to um, to have to put into place actually to create the right the right culture, and um, it's got to start with really understanding why are you trying to do this? Why is this important to you? Because if you haven't got that clear, then any attempt to kind of change a culture or create a new culture in your business is really going to fall flat on its face. So it's understanding why you, as the leader and your leadership team, want to have this culture. And then once you've, you're really clear about that, it's aligning it to your own values. What's important to you? Um, ones that spring to mind would be things like trustworthiness, integrity um putting the customer first providing a fantastic service those might be some examples but being clear as a leadership team what those values are to you and it doesn't stop there because that can just be a series of promises that um, that you make as part of your values but as you know Karen as you said to me earlier on it's not just about the words is it it's about that real sense of what it's like being in a business where the culture is strong and it's just the way we do things.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think, I think the, you know, the, the kind of words or the what describe the values that are great. And I think it's really important to have that as the business grows, it's good to know kind of what that business uh, puts emphasis on and focuses on. But I think words are just one thing. I think it's important that that actually does kind of trickle down and spread throughout the business in terms of like the way the whole team is, the way people behave, um kind of the, the just just the way that culture actually physically kind of manifests itself in the business um but I wanted to dive into what you said a little bit more Mum. so you mentioned about you know like providing fantastic customer service which obviously is great it's very important but that's kind of more much more customer face what would you say about the culture kind of more internally in terms of how the employees were uh your team were kind of how like what made them feel motivated what made them feel happy about working at, at with your business and, and so on like more more kind of like internally
0: focused well I think the first thing um that we did there you've got to understand the needs of your employees you've got to understand what's really important to them because if you don't know that they are not going to provide that fantastic customer experience so that's Number one. And one of the companies I work with is investors and customers. And we can see a very direct correlation between kind of the happiness of the team, how well their needs are met, and how that impacts not just on financial performance, but also how that impacts on the customer experience. But, you know, in answering your question, understanding their needs and really going out of our way to make sure that they really felt part of the team. And the things that you talked about, Adam, such as how we help them to feel valued by having, you know, regular communication sessions, making sure the um, that their behaviours were well, you know, they understood what the important behaviours were um, in the business, and so not just the values, but how they had to how they had to behave and understand that in detail. It actually reminds me of um, when I stayed at the Jumeirah hotel we got talking to um one of their managers there and asked them well what are the values what are the behaviors because the customer service here in this hotel is really outstanding and they said it was three simple behaviors that every person who worked in the hotel had to follow and it was so simple it was we have to smile at every guest we acknowledge every guest And we never say no to a guest request. So if you could get your behaviours as simply defined as that, I'm not not saying that we were able to achieve it in that way, but it illustrates the point that making it really simple and clear and and doing things to make drivers really feel part of the team. They've been out all day delivering when they come back in to the depot, making sure they're treated fairly and with respect and, there's always somebody there to have um, a conversation with them and, and, you know, make them feel part of the team.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I'm going to go back a bit because you said about, you know, the way your employees behave and so on. But I think also as well, you know, if you're, if you have a strong culture where your employees feel happy, they feel, you know, like valued and, and so on, then I don't think it's like a, a thing that they consciously, you know, have to think, oh, maybe I need to behave in a certain way. I feel like that might also just kind of, come naturally like you know the come for example in a more recent company i've worked at i feel really valued i feel like you know i'm joining the team has been you know there's people people have clearly said to me like we're really happy to have you on we really value what you're doing you're doing a great job and so on all that like positive encouragement and i think you know feeling valued and, and kind of all the other investment that has been put in me personally I don't sort of consciously need to think or make sure I behave a certain way. I just kind of naturally do that because I feel valued. I behave in a certain way anyway, which obviously is the positive way that the company kind of wants you to pay, just to, <laughs> just to clarify that. Um, and I think that kind of goes back, this probably quote might be kind of um, very well known or overly used maybe, but I think like as Richard Branson says, you know, like if you take care of your employees, they take care of your customers. And I think that's kind of really what we're trying to get out here. Like having a positive uh, culture, your employees feel rewarded, valued, motivated and so on. And then that just kind of like comes naturally, sort of naturally translates into like good customer service and, and so on. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah, I would. And it's an important um, point to make, actually, because it's it's about respecting everybody. But sometimes situations arise in a business where people can, you know, a difficult situation arises and before you know it, they haven't treated the other person with respect. Could be um, a disagreement that they've had. And when you've got those values clearly defined that you treat everyone with respect, you know that when that's not happened, you've got to understand the reason why that's not happened. Mm. And you can analyze it and, you, and the team know that that's not acceptable. And I think, you know, one of the big lessons I learned in all of this was there was somebody um, in the business in a senior role who kept saying, I absolutely believe in the values of the company, but he didn't behave in accordance with them. And I could see a very demotivated team in the division that he was running. I mean, he was a great individual and in every other respect, he did a fantastic job, but he didn't live up to the company values. And so a big challenge for me was should I allow this person to stay in the business? And at the end of the day, we, we parted company very amicably, but it wasn't a good fit going forward. And what made me smile was that the team would say, goodness, why didn't you make that decision earlier? So people know when, um, people know when
1: yeah. the
0: leaders aren't aligned to the values, and it just doesn't work.
1: I think it's, yeah, I think what I was trying to say is I think it's still important to have those like behaviors and value and kind of lined out and so people that people know what they are. But I think what I was trying to say is by, you know, having that strong company culture, behaving in that, you know, polite, customer centric way just kind of comes naturally. I think that's what I'm sort of trying to say. Um, but I'm going to take it back. I wrote down a couple of other points that's like what I think would make, you know, a really awesome company culture. So I spoke about those first initial three. Um, and there's a couple more that sort of, come to mind which I, I think are, um, are kind of you know would for me would kind of really lay out a, a really awesome sort of company culture um, so I think kind of having like uh, face time with your manager on a sort of regular basis is, is you know really important It kind of I guess it, not to say it again but it kind of comes back to the whole thing about like the value that they place on you making you know trying to make you feel uh, you know like an important member of the team and then also like checking in on your learning um, and I think this also like kind of transitions more from seeing it as like a manager-employee sort of relationship to maybe someone that you see as more of a coach. So perhaps someone that you see as kind of like being able to help you with your learning, your development, because sort of like your own personal development. Um, I think that's really nice. And I think having that regular face time with the manager is um, not only your manager, but your team as well, I think makes you become, you know, it has like has that really nice kind of like uh, relationship between your manager and yourself, but then also the kind of like wider relationship that you have with your whole team. Um, and probably can make you, you know, more cohesive as well. But I think, from talking from a, a recent onboarding with the company, um, I had some, you know, some really good face time with uh, the managers, some also more with my managers, some more senior people in the in the organization as well. So both of the co-founders, um, the heads of, I think, pretty much all of the uh, all of the departments in the business, um, and then kind of like tying into that as well, just like a really warm welcome into the company. And I think rather than just being um like oh another person has joined I felt like it was like a really kind of eventful thing that like myself and this other uh, another another new joiner uh, uh, joined the company um we had like you know welcome messages from you know almost everyone at the company on the on the internal messaging system um and just kind of like, like FaceTime with all the other different departments in the business I think it was like a really nice warm like positive uh, just like a really amazing um onboarding uh, onboarding for both of us so I, I really enjoyed that so I think that's the first thing, first thing, like FaceTime with managers and kind of more senior people. Um, and then also, which kind of ties into that like whole learning side of things, I think, is the investment in you. So perhaps that could be equipment that you have uh, when you're working from home and kind of uh, obviously with the current pandemic and being able to make sure that your work up, your work up working, you know, working well from home and you have the ability to do that. But then also kind of like the investment in your own like personal uh, learning and self-development. So for my, for myself, for example, I'm in a sales role um, and everyone, I believe the new joiners in the sales team have access to uh, like sales training with a professional and a, a company, which is really cool. So like, again, kind of goes back to that investment in you, not just like relying on the current skills you have, like they're trying to actively help me level up, which I think is really awesome. Um, and then on top of that as well, just kind of like ongoing development. So whether that could be, you know, sort of development, talking with your manager, like what is it is you want to focus on, how do you want to get better? So on. Um, I think, yeah, to kind of just like summarize that as like investment in you as an individual, which I think I think is really awesome and helps you and really helps that make a really strong company culture over humor.
0: So it's really interesting, Cam, as you share that, because the leaders that you're working with are really embracing the culture. So, and I think that really reinforces the point that it is the leadership team that need to embrace it and behave in a way that's conducive with the, the culture of the organization. And it reminds me of what our, one of our previous podcasters said, Geordie Ferrer, and he was talking about having trust and empowerment as part of the culture of an organization or in the way that you lead. And... I liked his analogy of you know, you throw a safety net. Um, you encourage your team to take risks, but you throw a safety net out so that if they make mistakes in taking those risks, they are they're not incriminated in any way and they're not blamed. So again, part of a culture of allowing you to experiment and do things differently and take a few risks and being empowered to do that,
1: yeah, which is I, Yeah. No, I was gonna say one other thing as well, I think to to sort of talk about maybe is. Um, you know, I've been quite fortunate in in the number of companies I've worked at here. So like, I feel like as well, it's not just a leadership team, it's like other just kind of um, other people that not aren't necessarily in a leadership in a leadership position as well, have kind of helped demonstrate that company culture. So for example, in, in most of the companies I've worked, I think, well probably all of them actually, Um, you know, there's been time to sort of sit down with other members of the team who are happy to kind of have a coffee with you, talk about what they do. So you get kind of exposure to different aspects of the business. Um, People have just been like, you know, really helpful, warming, welcoming, um, like always willing to sort of have a coffee and chat with you about what they do, get to know you a little bit more as an individual, which I think is like really nice so that everyone kind of gets to know everyone like on a a personal basis, but then also as well to have that exposure to different aspects of the business, learn what other people are working on, learn what you're working on. Um, I think it, I think it's really cool. Um, I think especially with the current pandemic as well, where everyone's working remotely, um, I think that's a really a really nice aspect to have. But also in addition to that, having that like FaceTime with the the leaders of the company, so that could be the the founders or the co-founders, um, or perhaps your manager. I think is um, it, it, you know is really great as well.
0: What's the best example would you say, Callum, of the um, the culture within the company you're currently working at? What would be one or two of the great things that you think? Gosh, I, I mean, I really enjoy working here. The culture is so good.
1: Yeah, well, I think pretty much everything I've discussed as well has come from uh, like multiple different aspects. have so come from multiple different businesses. But I think, um, you know, uh, a really good example of the current company I'm working at um, is something which I'm going to sort of say is like a bit of a wild card or maybe something slightly out of the box. Um, and what we've been doing over this past month, which uh, came from, Uh, Came from the the sales department, actually, the the VP of sales decided to implement this um, was what we called what they called Mindfulness Month. Um, So basically throughout the whole month of February, we had various different um, sort of activities or or things to do either individually or as a group together that, you know, was was time out of the, the sort of standard working day. Um, but I thought it was really, really awesome. I really enjoyed it. Um, there was, you know, like a variety of different things. So for example, one of them was take an hour out of your day, which obviously when you're busy is, is a pretty significant chunk of time. Um, and I think that was to, to just call a, call a relative that you wouldn't normally speak to. When, I, when I, first, I think that was the first one we had and I was like, wow, that's like, you know, incredibly forward thinking and, and, and really amazing. And moving forward to more recently, um, there's we did there's been like um, suggestions or advice on perhaps doing like a standing desk day um, we also did uh, a sales team group meditation which was you know pretty interesting but you know I, I, re- I really enjoyed it um, and then uh, I think to, to wrap the, the mindfulness month up we, we took an hour out on Friday morning for the whole group to do uh, a party session together which I just thought was like a really um you know, a very unique thing to do at a company, like to get the whole team together, to do Pilates on a, on a Friday morning. Um, but I really enjoyed it. And I think just, you know, all the other initiatives that we've done throughout that whole uh, month was, was really awesome. I really enjoyed it. And I think, you know, many other people in the organization did too. And I think I like it for two reasons. One, because obviously it was like, you know, nice for myself to, to be able to do those things, take a little bit of time out of the day to do things I wouldn't normally do. But I think also from like a, an encouragement or like a motivation point of view it was nice that the sort of more senior members of the team were were willing for us to take time out of our normal day to do things which weren't work related um which i think you know again kind of ties back to that like investment in you as a person making sure you're happy and healthy especially on you know kind of with this ongoing pandemic where everyone where a lot of us are, are working remotely um so i thought that was re- i thought that was really awesome
0: And I think that the uh, point to make here is these things don't actually have to be expensive, do they? They're they're giving ideas that that are fun and kind of lift your motivation and just make it a really great place to work. And what I thought we'd we'd do perhaps just to, if you're thinking about how could you improve the culture in your organisation or what more could you do to make it a really special place to work, Maybe just wrap up with kind of three or four key things that uh, you could do to help you analyze where your culture currently is and how you could uh, lift it or change it going forward. And the first thing to do is kind of set some time aside with your senior team to actually analyze the culture that you think you've got in the business now and think about how you would like it to be but link it to your own core values, the core values of your senior team. And think of great examples in the business where you think the culture has really, really been representative of what it is you're trying to achieve. So just those are a couple of things that you can do, just do a little bit of analysis to get started with, but actually create a vision for the culture that you would like to have in the future. And then involve other members of the team. Maybe get a focus group together and actually start thinking about what other things could be done in the business to create that culture, which has a massive impact on individuals. I know it's had a big impact on you, Callum, and how you've really enjoyed working in this organization that has done those special things that you've, you've just mentioned. So take the time out, review it, create a vision of how you would like it to be, maybe get a focus group together. to to really work on that, make sure you define the values, make sure they're not just words, but also they're linked to kind of the culture, the things that you do, the behaviors in the organization. And then have a plan to roll it out. And as I've learned, it's um, a never ending process. You don't actually reach the point when the the culture is just how you want it to be. You're always improving it. You're always looking for new ideas um, to make it better, but it's the essence of how you do business how you come together you need it to feel like it's the dna of your organization do you feel it's like in the dna of where you're working
1: yeah for sure i think i've got i got two two further points to add i definitely feel like it is in the dna of 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 where i'm currently working uh for 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 one well for one main reason really um I've been I've been fortunate enough to kind of have these like random uh, coffee, virtual coffee chats with, you know, people in in a variety of different departments, just as like a, you know, like a a nice personal thing to do take 20 minutes out of a day to have a coffee and and talk with people that I wouldn't usually engage with. Um, And obviously for myself starting fairly recently, I've been talking about how I've really been blown away by the whole onboarding and the culture and so on. Um, And I think it's been really interesting to hear that that. Pretty much everyone has well, everyone actually has said the same thing that you know the culture here is really nice, um, is is great. Everyone you know is like on the same kind of mindset. They're proactive, forward thinking, so on, like all these great things. And it's really interesting, I think, to hear that from people that have also been there significantly longer than I have. They might be in a different geographical location and they're also in a different department. And to hear them say the exact same thing, um, I think, is is really awesome and proof of that culture for me. The one thing I last wanted to wrap up with, um, I'm going to throw this back over to you. So obviously working in a company where you had, as you mentioned, about a thousand employees, you had people who were um, out driving trucks kind of out on the road. They weren't really in the office. You didn't really see them a lot. But you also had people who were in the office who were kind of perhaps physically a bit closer to you and your team and, and the leadership team and managers and so on which I think could almost be a bit like what's currently going on at the moment where we're in this pandemic where people are working remotely, you don't actually have, you know, you don't physically see them, but obviously their well-being and everything else is still really, really important. So would you maybe have one tip or advice from your experience running your own business where, you know, like a, a really good thing that happened from, a really good thing that happened, a really good bit of the culture which you think is like really important that perhaps other people could take away from if there was just like one thing they were going to try and do to improve culture, like you would suggest maybe focusing on this.
0: Well, I don't know if I can nail it into one. Could, can you give me, I mean two. The first one would be to get your culture and your values really clear. So anybody can read them and understand them. And they know what they have to do to live up to them and then don't stop communicating it, getting feedback and linking it to performance reviews so everybody knows it's it's just an essential way of how you do business. So I guess if I had to nail it down to one, assuming you've got them all clearly identified, it would be the constant communication and feedback loop and making sure everybody's really clear and understands what it is to live the culture of your organization. Very good point. So we hope you've liked this kind of new style of podcast. Give us your feedback, and we look forward to seeing you in the next uh, next episode.
1: Yeah, I think important point. Just to one thing to wrap up: feel free to reach out to us, however, on on LinkedIn, email, uh, whatever it might be. Um, yeah, let us know your feedback, and or, or or you know, please please leave us a review on um on the on the platform that you're listening listening to this podcast on. Otherwise, thank you very much for listening. And uh, yeah, we look forward to continuing these conversations in future episodes.
0: Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear how this podcast has impacted your leadership. And if any of these concepts resonate with you and you'd like to find out more about leadership and business growth, go to the RJM website, rjen.co.uk.